This is right. Any number can be over 75. Well, 74 can't be. It could be. Over 70. (laughs) What, if you count far enough, you come back? You come back around? Yeah, sure. There's some (laughs) Mobius strip level math that gets you back to 74 (laughs) is greater than 75. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Don't bug out. Okay, maybe a little. Another version of the Pokecoin system is rolling out down under. Events wax and wane, but Shiny Clefairy is here to stay. Two days, 20 hours, and plenty of surprises to look forward to during GoFest 2020. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to episode 98 of the GoCast podcast. It's June 16th, yet another Tuesday evening. I'm your host, Chris, and with me, I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Kyle. Hiya. Hey, Kyle, what's going on, man? Not much. Not much right now. Yeah, hey, I mean, it's it got a little bit steamy today outside. It's like, what, oh, mid-80s, gosh. something like that? And I was like, this is nothing, and I, I can't I can't wait because I'm already disliking it (laughs) yeah it's kind of a shame but i feel like i would go out for more walks if it wasn't going to just be that yeah where did spring go we kind of just skipped it over here yeah where did spring go i think we're a little bit preoccupied to be super honest well balmy weather or not mr kyle you and i had set some goals for ourselves last week uh you want to hear them no i don't well, that's too bad. I, anyway. I Yes, under duress of my own sake, <laughs> I have to do them. All right, so Kyle, you wanted to achieve finishing your throwback challenge 2020. No. All right, so the people at home want to know, and I want to know too, because I'm also at home. What happened? Where are okay. you at? So I don't have a very good excuse, although I think it's a good excuse. I went out to go finish the raids today because I only did one during the week. And it was a Sableye and I used a remote pass because I needed to get this started. <laughs> sure, sure. So I went out to do some chores and errands and stuff in the you know 80, 85 degree weather. My car doesn't have AC. Got through a bunch of the stuff, passed some raids, parked somewhere where there were three raids all nearby so I could just do them. Because mm-hmm. one of them was a tall boy and I know you need the dragon type afterwards. And I launched the first raid and my phone overheated to the point where I couldn't even connect to the Internet. No, you're kidding. Really? Yeah, I got I was getting like 3G, but it legitimately wouldn't even let me load into the raid after I'd already used my pass. Oh, my gosh. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to go do my last errands and go home then. And then I got home, had not done any of it. A raid popped nearby, so I used a remote pass, loaded in. This is about like two hours ago now, so there's plenty of time to finish, and just didn't let me do it. It just didn't. What do you it mean? Didn't, it didn't show me any Pokemon to select for a team. It just showed a blank, like where all the Pokemon would be was blank. And then in the middle of my screen, there was a rejoin battle button. And no matter what I did, I couldn't click the button. If I left the raid and started again, it was still there. I rebooted my phone. It was still there. So I'll just like, okay, I guess it just wasn't meant to be then. I, I've got nothing for you, man. That stinks. It just sounds like it, the client broke on you or something. Yeah, it's like, it's, well, it's like the game didn't want me to, to do any raids today, apparently. 
Well, that's all right. You had other things you could have redeemed yourself with as far as goals are, are uh, concerned. Ready? This is true. Okay. 200,000 Stardust? Not quite. Oh, close. Okay. Got like got like 160. But today was Numel hour, spotlight hour. They had two <laughs> times catch Stardust. You didn't you didn't capitalize? I caught like five of them. Okay, yeah, I caught like six. So I'm I'm right there with you. Um, what about 25 Wayfarer reviews? Oh no! <laughs> oh, Kyle! Oh no! Oh no! The reverse sweep. Oh no! Okay, zero so, out of three goose egg. I think this is the first time in in almost two years that I've legitimately just forgotten one of my goals, just completely yeah. out of my mind. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'll put that on at the end of this week and redeem myself. Okay. I was about to say like that one I think we should carry over for sure. That's funny. Um, all right. So for myself, I wanted to max a hair across. Yep. Did that before the show. <laughs> what, what did that, what did it cost, Chris? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, it cost me like 134K. I was and. not a happy camper. Yeah. And. Oh, oh, and 84 rare candy. There yeah, yeah. Go. Yeah, yeah. All right, I also wanted to catch a good Reshiram, and I was qualifying good as above 90%. I caught a 93 this week, so that's that's a good hey, deal. That's something. Yeah, and then my last one was I wanted to show up today with at least more than 100,000 Stardust, <laughs> which is a little unorthodox, but I have 84K after doing the Heracross maxing right here. I was so close. I'm so mad at myself. <laughs> if I had just taken one more walk. If I had just popped a star piece on another walk during this, man, oh, could have done it. But that's too bad. Two out of three ain't bad. Okay, well, that's it for that. For goals, we have so much stuff to cover this week. And I know I say that every week, but like, honestly, Kyle and I were looking at the show notes before him. We're like, oh, holy news, Batman. It is (laughs) nutty. Very, very nutty. A lot to talk about. There is. So without further ado, otherwise this will be 16 hours long. Let's get into the news. And to start off this marathon news section, a little bit of a a revisit to something we talked about a little while ago. But for most of us, unless you live in Australia, it's been out of sight and out of mind. Remember how Niantic was trying to revisit the the Pokecoin acquisition process right so before it was all gym defending and that's pretty much it you could earn a maximum of 50 poker coins a day by putting a defender in a gym for long enough they have since tweaked this system and people weren't exactly the happiest with the first round at least not theoretically in practice i haven't heard a lot of feedback which actually is better than the feedback they were getting prior which was just straight up we don't like this so (laughs) Anyway, Niantic has since revisited this new attempt that they're doing this test, if you will, in Australia. Niantic started the test with pretty aggressive limitations on the amount of coins earned by defending gyms. It was two per hour. And by participating in actions relating to Today View. After five weeks, limitations are are changing, right? So they've decided that five weeks is a long enough time. Let's tweak that a little bit and see how it works. They're bringing increased earnings across the board, but mixed with a new limitation on earnings from gyms. So here's what the new proposed system breaks down to. There's four main points. The maximum number of Pokecoins earned per day will be 50. No change, except that the last week was up to 55. So that's a fair note. The second thing is the number of Pokecoins earned from defending gyms will be six per hour, three times the amount in the last tweak, which is great. Third, the maximum number of Pokecoins earned per day from defending gyms will be 30. 
And then finally, the number of Poco coins earned per day from completing the featured activities in the Today View will be 20. If you want to know how that stacks up to the way the system currently is in the live game, the hourly gym defense earnings are the same. The daily limit is the same. The daily limitation for coins earned from defending gyms, though, that's been changed. It's now capped in 30. It was it's now going to be capped at 30 for this test, wherein where most of us are familiar with it being at 50. That's the norm. And then the interaction with today view activities is mandatory as it rewards the other missing amount for your 50 coins, the 20 to reach the daily limit of 50 with the current system live for all of us globally. You don't have to go to the today view at all. It's all just gym defender stuff. So yeah, it really seems that they're trying to funnel more player traffic through this today view, which makes sense because it is gorgeous. But even with this aside, I mean, they were pushing us towards today view with those limited time research tasks we did for those throwback challenges. Those lived in today view, right? So I don't know. Are we going to see an eventual complete migration to that with all the other menus and stuff like that what do you think kyle i'm just not super excited about this as a whole i don't really i don't understand the purpose of trying to funnel people to the today view i think that just where the daily tasks exist is the today view so that's just kind of a happenstance type thing it just it doesn't feel right to me I mean, it's definitely a departure from the norm, which I think is what they're trying to get us to do. But I suppose the greater answer would be now that we've seen two versions of this, right? You can kind of try to triangulate what the purpose of the change is. Because at first we were like, but why? Why change it at all if you're not going to fix the gym system? You know, is that not what you want gyms to do? Like, what are gyms going to be for if you take away the emphasis on Pokecoin generation, right? And so it looks like they're putting a little bit of more stock into it, right? So they raised the amount that you could get from defending out of the total 50 pie. So it's just, a, it's weird. I don't, I'm getting mixed signals from this whole thing. <laughs> I just, for me, they need to make up their mind what they want players to be doing because previously all you had to do was defend gyms, which is fine. Like, it was boring, but the system worked for what it yeah. was supposed to be. But now you have to defend gyms still and do these tasks just to reach where you were before. You did, too, before, but there was less yeah. emphasis on the gyms with this last, with the first round of adjustments. And the second one is more gym-heavy, but yeah. I'm talking in comparison to currently, how we are currently oh, experiencing yes. it versus how Australia is experiencing it. Right. Okay. What they should have done was cap of 50 per day. That's fine. Whatever. We don't have to talk about how many coins you earn. You can earn that from defending gyms at the regular rate, or you can earn it by completing sets of tasks for 10 coins each. But make the tasks approachable. Remove the win a raid. Keep, you know, make five great throws, you know, have a set of stuff so that somebody who really wants to play for their coins can. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Yes, considering the fact that gyms are tied to geolocations and that it just in and of itself makes it an unfair opportunity, right? Yeah, like this this splitting between the two activities, it's not good. I think it's an objective negative to the feature. Okay, well, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. I mean, it's it's hard for both of us to say. Both of us have opinions, but at the same time, every single time I get my, myself work up to a point where I'm like, yes, this is my opinion about this. I'm like, but I haven't tried it yet. This is true. <laughs> I don't know. True. Maybe this is great. Maybe you just throw one guy in a gym and more often than not, you get your 30, which, you know, more often than not, I get my Pokemon back before the 50 
because I don't go out of my way to put Pokemon in gyms. It's just on my way to do something else. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It'll be hard to say until we get our hands on it. But once we do, of course, we'll we'll talk about it at length. Next piece of news here is the bug out and solstice event. We talked about it a little bit before, but here are some details. First up, the solstice event. When is it? It's going to be Friday, June 19th at 8 a.m. to Wednesday, June 24th at 10 p.m. local time. There's going to be a bonus throughout the entire event, which is going to be double catch stardust, which is sweet. I'm all about that. (laughs) Features include increased spawns in the wild of Pokemon associated with the sun and moon. Shiny Clefairy in the wild. Yahoo. It's getting the Meryl treatment if you want something to refer to. Lunatone and Solrock in raids, 5k eggs and in the wild. Some additional information about where they're going to be because they are hemisphere locked from Friday, June 19th at 8 a.m. to Saturday, June 20th at just before midnight local time. Lunatone will appear more frequently in the wild in the Eastern Hemisphere and Solrock in the Western Hemisphere. From Sunday, June 21st at the beginning of the day to June 22nd at just before midnight local time, Lunatone and Solrock will be appearing more frequently in the wild everywhere. From Tuesday, June 23rd at 12 a.m. to Wednesday, June 24th at 10 p.m. local time, Lunatone and Solrock will be swapping hemispheres, and Lunatone will be appearing more in the wild in the western, and Solrock in the eastern. So they're going to flip-flop, have uh, have some increased spawns, and then they're going to flip-flop from their original locations to the opposite location once this event is over. So they'll flip, flip, and then flip for good once the entire event is over. Which is pretty cool. I think it's about time. I think it's about time we caught a Lunatone outside of an event for once. I don't know. Good luck finding one. I want I want the excitement of the rarity, and then I go and look for it. It's like, oh, that's right. I have 35 of, of these Including now. Including two shinies. That's right. Yes, that is also true. <laughs> but anyway, let's move on to the more important event of the two. Of course, I'm talking about the Bug Out event. When is it? Friday, June 26th at 8 a.m. to Wednesday, July 1st at 10 p.m. local time. Bonus throughout the event, two times catch experience. I'm not too thrilled about that. I'm not too thrilled about it, but you know what? You can get away with it. Bug event, you can get away with it. Features include bug type Pokemon, including Scyther, Venipede, and Dwebble, will be appearing more frequently in the wild, hatching from 5k eggs, appearing in event exclusive field research tasks, and appearing in raids. (sighs) If you're lucky, you might encounter shiny Dwebble. The real star of the show. What a little cutie pie. <laughs> that's what you think. Well, okay. Shiny Dwebble is not that impressive, but Shiny Crustle. Now that's a good looking shiny. It's mm. cool. More bug type Pokemon will be attracted to incense. Certain bug type Pokemon will be appearing more often than others, depending on the day you use your incense. Hang on. So before, you, before this next part, we need a drum roll because it's exciting. Oh, that's right. For me, it's exciting. This is the winner of the event. Me too. Absolutely. Okay, so here it is. From Friday, June 26th at 8 a.m. to Saturday, June 27th at midnight, local time, Ninkata will be attracted more often to incense. Yes, please. Awesome. Don't be that rare. Let's do it. Oh, my God. I'm just going to use 20 incense. Not (laughs) that. not going to stop. Yeah, dude. Hey, you're going to inadvertently get so much experience from your double catch experience though. Oh man, I might hit I might hit 
another million experience 42 million 40 times two <laughs> yeah something like that yeah but besides Ninkata, I mean, if we're going to get Ninkata in, in this, it must be a great selection for the other two that are listed here. Must be. From Sunday, June 28th at 12 a.m. to Monday, June 29th at midnight local time, Wurmple will be attracted more often to incense. Wurmple. Oh. Regular old Wurmple. Okay. Oh. Fan favorite. I understand. That's cool. But move aside, everybody else, from Tuesday, June 30th at 12 a.m. to Wednesday, July 1st at 10 p.m. local time. Closing out the event, Scyther will be attracted more often to incense. I am just shouting to the rafters. Hallelujah. Thank you. Let's do it. It's time to shiny hunt this bad boy. <laughs> I'm excited. I, I just like how Wormpool takes up the weekend slot and then Scyther is just in the middle of the week just like yeah, yeah sure no problem it'll be fine no problem no problem we'll close we'll close this out strong with a with a good popular pokemon right just <laughs> yeah but there's also one more thing after this pincer raid day oh we didn't forget about pincer raid day absolutely not on sunday june 28th from 11 a.m to 2 p.m local time three star raids featuring pincer will be occurring more frequently and that's it there's no special move there's no bonus other than what's live in the event and that's about that's about it. Kind of a kind of a weird one. Nothing really to even discuss here. But we'll discuss it anyways later. Yes, I can't wait to learn more about Pinsir. Make way for a little bit of GBL drama. I'm just kidding. I'm hyping this up. This is actually <laughs> something that's worth noting. And Niantic took care of it in a really great fashion. So we're just going to talk about it really quick. There was a summary on PokemonGoHub.net about this. We'll have a link to the article as we always do in our show notes. On social media a few days ago, you might have seen a post from Niantic that was talking specifically about a particular exploit that's been happening in uh, Go Battle League. There's one particular player they use as an example, but there's no reason to believe that this was the only person using this exploit. In fact, there are other reports that imply that there were multiple people doing so. Anyway, the exploit, which was confirmed and documented to be used by at least one player, allowed players to generate extra energy from fast moves during their charged move animation. It is still unclear how the exploit works but various trainers noticed that a player named jesus g 1310 was able to fire off multiple charge attacks in impossible scenarios jesus g 1310 raised the top of gbl leaderboard in record time as well he was on track to being the first person by the way to make it to rank 10 until niantic stepped in right so niantic's response was and i'll quote the post that they put out Trainers, we want to comment on the various, quote, exploit, quote, posts from the past two days and the underlying situation. As a team, we believe there is a contract of trust in Go Battle League. You should always feel your knowledge and skill determine the outcome of your battles. Cheating directly attacks this trust contract, and we have zero tolerance for it. Because of this zero tolerance policy and the current situation, we've disabled Go Battle League. We're equally serious about our policy of never commenting on the details and investigation into individual accounts. Here's what we can share. When a possible exploit is identified, we follow this process. One, analyze the issue. Data analysis is the most important work we do during this process. Rash action can solve the immediate issue. However, it leaves the door open for the exploit to return in the future. Two, determine severity. Based on our analysis... We determine, A, the level of technical knowledge needed to abuse the exploit, and B, how badly the exploit harms the integrity of Go Battle League. 
And finally, mitigate accordingly. So the mitigate accordingly is based on the above outlined steps, the disabling of goal battle league means we've arrived at the mitigation step of our process for the current situation. There's plenty of work happening behind the scenes and we'll re-enable goal battle league once we're confident the trust contract will be honored. Now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna baloney you guys here. Kyle and I are not hardcore PvPers at all and i have just like one toe in the pvp sphere because i find it really interesting and a lot of my social feeds especially that relate to the show are filled with conversations about this this was unavoidable on social media this came up <laughs> under every like everybody was yeah. talking about this for like a few days and then it was the pvpers were re- still talking about it sharing videos about this one particular player that they mentioned this jesus g 1310 person and it was it was insane it was like a super villain at work everybody knew the name you know, like it was crazy. <laughs> so regardless of it being kind of like a weird social experiment, almost, I, I think Niantic stepped in and, and did what they were supposed to do. I think we're all OK with them just disabling it instead of having somebody just take everybody to the cleaners and have the leaderboard reflect it. And everybody knows what's going on. Right. So, Kyle, I don't know. I know you're not super invested in the PVP sphere, but do you have any input on this? Did you see any of this chatter on your on your social feeds at all? I did. I saw it. I saw it around Reddit, although I didn't really investigate because honestly, I'm just like, oh, another issue with Go Battle League. It'll get solved. I didn't realize the severity of it until they actually addressed it. So I think it's good on them for addressing it as they have, honestly. Although I just I got to I got to say PvP in Pokemon Go is the most buggy thing of any game I've ever seen. Right, that's true. But at the same time, like <laughs> the the turn to turn, even though it feels real time, right? It's still a turn-based, micro turn-based sort of exchange. It still doesn't make sense how this player was able to do it. Like nobody has an explanation. Oh, no, at least that I've seen. Absolutely. I'm just saying it's like every single week it seems to be there's a new thing. And I feel right. bad for, for Niantic in that regard. But I also just can't feel bad because so many people in other games get it right kind of thing so it's just like what's happening with their code that makes this really hard to pin down kind of thing right right for sure and i'm kind of hoping that this story will evolve over time this player made a post on social from an anonymous account that was like basically a threat that was like something like i was your nightmare before wait till i come back like the player's been uh banned for like 30 days or something like that so who knows who knows? But I'm sure this is not the last we've heard of Jesus G 1310. Ooh, <laughs> and it's Mel Metal. Ooh, that's Aww. the Pokemon I use, by the way. Yeah. Let's move right along here to Niantic's local business recovery initiative. I'm going to read exactly from the post here. Niantic Labs is launching a new initiative called Local Business Recovery Initiative. The goal of this initiative is to help out local businesses that were severely affected by the coronavirus crisis. Niantic is launching this initiative initially in Canada, Great Britain, Japan, Mexico, and the U.S., and up to 1,000 small businesses will be supported. Nominations will be open from June 15th through July 31st. Pokemon Go players are invited to nominate their favorite small and local businesses to participate in the Niantic Local Business Recovery Initiative. What does it do? Well, This initiative will provide a 1,000 qualified nominated businesses with complimentary access to Niantic's sponsored locations program for a full year. Chosen businesses will receive sponsored Pokestops or gyms on the Pokemon Go map, and businesses will be given 
additional in-game marketing tools like promotion campaigns, geotargeted messaging and offers to nearby players and tools to build location and product offering awareness for the business. So it's a sponsored situation for some of these. They're just trying to like build a small business program that, so that they can build these strong relationships with these small business owners. And this is kind of like a, like, you know, the, the olive branch, right. That they're offering. So it's going to be kind of interesting. I don't exactly know what all the details are going to be. Uh, like promotion campaigns is pretty vague. Geotargeting yeah. messaging and offers to nearby players is pretty vague. Do they mean in app or do they mean that they're feeding the location data to them and then it would give an external push notif- I don't know. What do you what do you think about this, Kyle? Do you have any thoughts on this? I don't have any like complex thoughts. I just yeah, me neither, man. <laughs> it's cool. I think I think this is a cool thing for Niantic Labs to be doing. It's great to help local businesses and it just it's just an overall positive outcome. Yeah, definitely. There's not a lot to say about this. Again, unfortunately, this is kind of like the PokeCoin system where we're going to have to see it in practice, right? For them to clarify exactly that one, two, three list at the end of what these places are going to get. My big fear here is that it's going to be egregiously invasive in my play experience, and I do not want that. I don't want branding mm-hmm. all over my game. I don't want to see push notifications and commercials and stuff in game. I don't. I don't want that. Um, but I guess we'll have to see. I'm hoping it's an external sort of thing that maybe you can opt in or out of. That'd be kind of interesting. But a small piece of news before the last big piece, which I know you guys, which you guys know is definitely coming. But first, small stop. Support for 32-bit Android devices. Well, you might have heard about the first part of this, maybe not the second. But Niantic announced that an upcoming update would discontinue support for 32-bit Android devices, including... But not limited to, here are a few examples. The Samsung Galaxy S4, S5, Note 3, and J3. Sony Xperia Z2 and Z3. Motorola Moto G, first generation. And many Android devices released before 2015. Now, ceasing support for certain types of systems, or especially old hardware, is not new for game development. Not really, because it allows resources be focused on for the development for the more modern platforms instead of trying to make somebody's flip phone run super mario galaxy or something like that you know what i mean anyway but regardless niantic has since reversed that announcement with no word on when they might go forward with this if at all the little note was to investigate some player concerns so i mean my guess is that there is a large audience of people that have these devices that probably took to the streets, so to speak, digitally, and were like, hey, no, this is bad, and I'm upset. And enough people said that and did that that they were like, maybe we should think about this a little bit more. That reminds me, the exact same thing happened with Apple this last week, where their latest operating system update made it so that you can't play any 32-bit games on Steam at all. And that's like 80% of Steam's library or something like that. Oh my gosh, really? So there's a there's a video on Reddit of someone just scrolling through their games list and they're like everything with a cross out on the left side can't be played anymore and it's depressing to look at. So Yeah, that's pretty awful. But they didn't reverse it? No, no. It's, it's not going. Oh. In fact, going forward they may change their infrastructure so drastically that no games will work on a Apple platform. I don't know the exact well, details, but I've seen some words thrown around that I couldn't identify so well that would just be awful now wouldn't it <laughs> and on the flip side you got niantic who's like whoa hold on we're not gonna do it hang on hang on we're gonna think about yeah. this for a second sorry about your galaxy s4 i didn't mean it 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. So who knows? Again, if if there was enough of a, a backlash, I didn't really see a big movement online, but there might have been. And I think that they might not do this at all. But or, uh, who knows? I think there's probably a larger population than you would think who use an old air quotes throwaway phone to play Pokemon Go because you can buy one for 50 bucks and just use it on Wi-Fi or use your main phone's hotspot and stuff like that. So your main phone doesn't have to be monopolized by Pokemon Go when you're playing. Right. Or for your kid. Yeah. You know, tons of tons of situations. When I talked to a coworker a year and a half ago about Pokemon Go, his first thought was like, well, what if I just bought like a $50 phone? Could I use that instead? I'm like, well, okay. So apparently some people have this thought process to it. So. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've seen some people, you know, roll up to a raid and they pull out a phone. I'm like, oh, man, like what year is that from? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, or it's just, you know, it's not a brand that I recognize. So it's some sort of brand adjacent thing that also runs at the same speed, but it's not something you recognize. You're like, what is that? I don't understand. Right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, 32 bit is not relegated only to non like, you know, mainstream phones for main provider. I mean, Samsung is on this list. The Note 3 the S5 is on this list. Like that's a pretty, I mean, it's not recent, but it's, it I was mean, like, like a, the phone to have for a while, you know, like, yeah, so that's, that's an yeah. old phone in comparison to current technology. It definitely is. And if the concern is more about security, about the game, like I completely understand the move. Okay. Actually, I should be fair. I understood the move from the resources argument, but if there's also an added security thing where they have this idea that maybe exploits or something else, or, you know, spoofing is easier on these older phones, which is probably a reason. <laughs> I'm sure it's one of the reasons. Yeah. I, I understand the, the want to move, but it might be too much revenue to walk away from is probably the, the deciding factor here. But anyway, let's move on to the biggest thing we're going to talk about today. I know it sounds wild because we're 40 minutes into this recording already, <laughs> at least on our end. But GoFest 2020 tickets and details. It's all been announced. It's all been laid out. But I say details kind of tongue in cheek. You'll see what I mean in a minute here. GoFest will take place over two days, July 25th and 26th, with each day offering something unique and a different special research to complete. So each day will have their own thing going on. Each day will run from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. locally. The ticket price is $14.99. Tickets are available in the shop now. And tickets do grant you access to both days. All you have to do is have the ticket and open up your app sometime during the first day and you get access. I think also during the second day, if you didn't, if you missed the first day for some reason, I think anytime during the event, as long as you open up the app, you'll get the stuff that you want. But my suggestion would be, even if you can't play on Saturday, find an excuse to open your phone and open the app because you want to snag that special research for maybe another time to complete. Just saying. Anyway, moving on. Day one, trainers can access a special research story that they can only get on day one. So again, just open the phone at least once, even if you can't really play. Five rotating habitats themed around, are you ready, Captain Planet? Fire, water, grass, battle, and friendship. What? Wait, hang on. Run those back. What? Fire, water, grass. You with me? Yeah. Everybody's favorite type, battle. And everybody's second favorite type, friendship. Okay, I'm going to let you finish. But I, I understand friendship. I could get that. That makes sense in Pokemon. What falls under battle? I don't understand. I think it's a lot of PvP specific Pokemon. You're like, you got your Stunfisk. You got your uh, Stunfisk. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe just full 1500 perfect IVs of Zoomerals just walking around. That's what we all want right now. That's awesome. Look, yeah. I'm just slightly offended because where 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 are the ghost types? They don't, uh, they in don't friendship fit. for you. It, They'll show up for you. Yeah, just just for me. Yeah. Uh, these habitats will rotate every hour. So each habitat will be featured twice during day one. Trainers will be able to work together in the Global Challenge Arena. This GoFest exclusive feature will be available only to ticket holders. In the Global Challenge Arena, trainers will have a chance to join forces in order to complete a collaborative challenge each hour. If trainers complete a challenge, they will earn a bonus for the remainder of the hour. You can check the Global Challenge Arena screen to keep track of global progress. That's going to be kind of interesting. They have in the article, I believe, a sneak peek, a little screenshot of what it looks like. And the UI looks awesome. It's clean, Kyle. Very clean. <laughs> and we're all about that. So, <laughs> And then lastly, for day one, trainers will be able to encounter over 75 species of Pokemon in the wild, in raids, and by completing special research tasks. 75. Holy wow, dude. That's a lot. That's pretty on par, though, honestly. I think that's usually a little bit less than that. No, they're counting the special research, though, which means oh, if, you, guess. if you were to count like last year, that means that Cricketune, which was a one-time research reward, would count for the species that you would encounter. That's just, very true. For example. So that's very true. I think it's, it's pretty comparable. Well, still 75 species is a nice number to look at. Like, oh, wow, that is a lot of variety. Excuse me? Sweet deal. It's over 75 that's 76 oh. species for you <laughs> <laughs> but it could also mean 500 this is right any number can be over 75 well 74 can't be it could be over 70 it could, <laughs> if you, what if you <laughs> if count you add, far enough you come back you come back around yeah sure yeah. There, there's some <laughs> mobius strip level math that gets you back to 74 <laughs> is greater than 75 oh for sure oh my gosh and it allows mel metals to get rock slides every two thunder shocks or something yeah um <laughs> day two on sunday july 26th from 10 a.m to 8 p.m local time yet another 10 hour day yahoo trainers will enjoy Something very different. We want the day two experience to be a surprise. So ticket holders will learn what we have in store that very day. There'll also be another special research story for trainers to enjoy. Long story short, we don't have a plan yet. I'm joking. They have something planned and I have no idea what it is. I like to think I like to think that it has to do with why Pokemon Go had to go down for 24 hours. Two yes. Weeks ago. Ooh. The speculation continues. <laughs> we're going to speculate about this, but we're going to speculate about it later on in the show and in a more appropriate place. Just saying. Okay. But there's some extras too. Don't want to don't move on too quick. That's not all. Regardless of whether they have a ticket, trainers in the U.S. can order a commemorative Pokemon Go Fest 2020 t-shirt available online from Pokemon Center. And then there's going to be a link to it in the show notes, obviously. There will be... Also, free downloadable and printable paper crafts and decorations to help bring the Pokemon <laughs> Go Fest experience to life for every trainer in your household to enjoy. These will be available to download only for a limited time. I don't know about you, but I'm going to get my coloring on. At least I'm hoping there's going to be some coloring pages, right? There has to be, <laughs> right? All right? That's like uh, that's like baby's first craft, right? But like, why? Maybe. Maybe. Well, well mm. Okay, all right. Well, your your lack of confidence is is not making me feel good here. Well, am I going to be able to color or not, Kyle? Uh, I mean, you can color whenever you want. You're an adult. That's 
It's not true. I don't have any crayons or I've got a pencil and a pen. And you have your hand. There you go. See, that's true. There we go. <laughs> hey, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. We're also working on a Pokemon Go Fest microsite, which will bring some of your favorite event activities to trainers around the world. Just like the team lounges at in-person Pokemon Go Fests, this site will give players a chance to take a break from catching Pokemon and interact with other trainers, participate in fun giveaways, and get event updates. Stay tuned for more details. All right, sweet deal. So there's going to be a whole little dashboard in their microsite that's going to kind of substitute for all the, you know, like the giveaways, the who's got the most great balls? I've got 300. Holy cow, I've got 700. I've got more than my inventory allows me to have for some reason. Here's a shirt. Like they're (laughs) going to do that. They're going to do that, but virtually. I mean, that was pretty much the experience, right? It was the greatest experience. (laughs) After the first two times, we were like, okay, the people here are on a whole nother level. We stopped trying at those like <laughs> contest yeah, stages. Like, who has the buddy with the most walking distance? I have 8,900 kilometers with this Chansey. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> that guy got up and what, he said something really funny afterwards. What did he say? It was like. He said it's the proud mother of 35 <laughs> yeah. max Chanseys or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that was so good oh man i am gonna miss that i hope we hope there's some way that we can emulate people being obnoxiously better at this game than us virtually yeah. i really hope we can do that yeah anyway a little bit more here leading up to go fast to 2020 trainers will enjoy an exciting summer of pokemon go events leading up to pokemon go fest 2020 all trainers globally regardless of whether they have a pokemon go fest 2020 ticket will be able to enjoy three weeks of weekly challenges in the form of GoFest 2020 timed research lines. By completing these timed research lines, trainers will unlock additional Pokemon appearances during Pokemon GoFest 2020. Stay tuned for more details in a future announcement. So we're going to see more stuff kind of like the throwback challenges that we all got, which is mm-hmm. pretty sweet. And then lastly, the reiterating the point that Niantic will be donating proceeds from GoFest ticket sales, committing a minimum of $5 million. Half of the proceeds donated will be used to fund new projects from black gaming and AR creators that can live on the Niantic platform with the goal of increasing content that represents a more diverse view of the world. The other half will go to U.S. nonprofit organizations that are helping local communities rebuild. So it's it's a good idea to buy a ticket. No, there doesn't seem to be any limit to tickets. They didn't mention it. And if there was, I bet they would have. So chances are you can probably buy a ticket with no problem so any excitement about some of the small details kyle are you gonna get a t-shirt uh i actually haven't looked yet maybe probably not okay it's gotta be sold out by now come on it's been like it's been like four days probably is i think one of the sizes is already starting to sell out right now so so yikes i'm honestly okay i'm okay i'll live okay all right all right well you know what i won't live another second without hearing a little bit of gear up so this week on gear up mentioned it a little while ago we're going to talk about pincer is he worth it in a pinch we're going to find out (laughs) i think we've talked about pincer at least here or there in the past but just a reminder in PvE, Pinsir is a pure bug type. You know, what else is there to really say, unfortunately? If you've been following Pokemon Go for a while and playing, you know that bug types don't really have a lot of use, unfortunately. Okay. I know. I'm sorry, Chris. It's I'm listening. No, 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 no. I'm listening. Okay. I'm listening. I'm listening. They just get outperformed by other types 
Like as a psychic counter, dark is just so much better. Ghost is better. That's the most immediate example that comes to mind. But in terms of being a bug type, Pinsir's okay. He's like the fourth best if you don't count Volcarona because it's not out yet. But still better than him is Genesect, Escavalier, and Caesar. So they, they my boy. <laughs> His best move set for PVE is Fury Cutter and X Scissor. Hmm, I've seen that move set before. <laughs> don't use Pinsir, please. Just like n- no. It's not worth it unless you're maxing out bug Pokemon, in which case, you know, maybe it might be worth using it in a team. Oh, I don't know if it's worth using it, but he is maxed. (laughs) Yeah. But let's talk about PvP. All of these examples and all these situations I'm going to be listing were taken from PvPoke, which is a fantastic battle simulator, helps you simulate down to the turn what the outcomes of battles will be. So if you haven't taken a look at it, it's it's pretty great. It's it's helped me learn a lot, even though I don't take part in a lot of PvP. So Great League. Pinsir has a max CP of like 2,900, so Great League is really where he's going to want to live. Currently, right now, with its moveset against the meta Pokemon of Great League, he's okay. How okay is he? He wins 20 and loses 21 against the top 41 Pokemon in Great League. Okay, that's actually not awful. <laughs> it's not. It's that's actually not. It's actually great. The problem yeah. is, the problem is the matches he wins versus the matches he loses. So the top 41 is basically determined by rankings about how popular they are, how common they are to see, and they're so common because they do so well, obviously. Some of the noteworthy wins that Pinsir can take are against Sunny Cherim, who we talked about a while back, mm-hmm. Shiftry, Melmetal, Scrafty and Alolan Raichu. All of those are pretty healthy wins. You'd have to mess up pretty badly to lose. Here's the bad part, though. Unfortunately, some of the losses include both Stunfisks, Azumarill, Registeel, Venusaur, Skarmory, and Altaria. <laughs> oh, you mean when everybody's running? <laughs> so, <laughs> right there, I just listed like six full teams with those That's like most eight of Pokemon. My teams. <laughs> That's pretty much what I run, dude. Get out of get out of here. <laughs> So, mm, mm, yeah, it's not the greatest, unfortunately, but it still has a place potentially. And just one more note, I went through all of these scenarios as if he were going to get a special move that they hadn't announced for whatever reason, just for the sake of discussion. None of the ones that he can learn in the main series game is going to improve him in Pokemon Go. In fact, all three of them that I tested make him worse. And those three were Outrage, Earthquake, and Rock Slide. So. Really? Yeah. Rock Slide doesn't help him out against like a Skarmory or something? I, I thought it was going to as well. Nope. He loses more. It might, it might help him against that Skarmory or the Altaria, but he loses more because he has Rock Slide than because he right, beats Skarmory. Right, because it's not stabbed too. Yeah. Right. So it's oh, just. Oh, bummer. It was a depressing searching experience but one more note ultra league he maxed out 2900 that means he could he could hit that 2500 cap right it's terrible don't don't (laughs) he against the ultra league meta he wins like eight battles out of 40 or 30 my yeah that ain't good yeah so don't stick to great league so in summary pincer is worth it in a pinch but i would still pass on pincer Okay, but can we agree 
that Pinsir is a handsome bug Pokemon. Like he, his design is awesome. Yeah, like Pinsir's he's, great. Give me Mega he's Pinsir. Classic. He even holds up to like modern Pokemon designs. Like he's just it's a well designed Pokemon. Agreed. Agreed. But too bad he doesn't have like an interesting second type or something like that. Like Heracross is just Pinsir but better because it's got the fighting typing. It's almost exactly honestly. Yeah, yeah. I remember that being a joke for a long time. I was like, no, nah, dude, Pinsir's my boy. Now, if you look at Heracross, it's pretty clear. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's pretty clear. Heracross has a better moveset, too. So bummer on that one, but okay. Well, thanks for that, Kyle. I, I already knew a lot about Pinsir, but now all of my fears have been validated. One of my favorite boys is useless. He's useless. <laughs> he is useless. Hey, I'm sorry. 20, 20 out of 41. Though, I, that's a lot better than I thought he was going to do when we were first going into this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be super honest. But anyway, let's move right along to the Pokepole. So last week's question was, looking ahead to GoFest 2020 weekend, what are your plans for making your local play more interesting? First one's from Logan. They said, I don't know how to explain how excited I am for a local event to happen. Taking off both days to play Pokemon Go with my friend. Heck yeah. Nothing nothing beats just being able to play Pokemon Go with your friend. You took the day off of work, you know. Just, man. Yeah. Dude, man, this summer is robbing us blind, Kyle. I know. I oh, man. Let's move That's on. That's all right. We'll, we'll play twice as much next year. Yeah. Next one's from Shell. They said, since I've never been able to afford to go to a Safari Zone or GoFest, I really hope that I can snag a ticket and participate. I hope the spawns will be good. I also hope the spawns will be good. I think it's safe to say this is the primo Pokemon Go event of the year. I think it'll be good. It'll be good. It will. It will, Kyle. It will. You and I both had the makeup day from Saturday last year, and it was great. Look, all I'm saying is that three of the types are fire, water, and grass, and I'm tired of fire, water, and grass Pokemon. Yes. That's but it. don't forget about battle and friendship, <laughs> Kyle. Anything can happen, man. Come on. Oh, okay. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Cameron said, definitely going to utilize Discord more. I did my first remote raid with Discord members this past weekend for Latias, and it was really fun. Also, maybe drag my little brother along with me. He has an account but doesn't play much. If I can pull him away from his Switch. Ooh, <laughs> especially if he's playing animal crossing yeah or if he's playing anything even remotely good it's pretty pretty engaging there's quite the game library on switch anyway you should pull him away that'd be fun <laughs> yeah oh if i could convince well if my older sister didn't just have a kid and i could convince her to actually play with me i totally would she, yes she likes pokemon thankfully my sister does and she plays so i'm really excited for us to do go fest stuff and hang out it'll be it'll be really fun but uh, Cameron, good luck at dragging your brother out. That'll be fun. So this week's Poke Poll is, what do you think the big surprise is going to be on the second day of GoFest 2020? And I am hoping, and I am just positive thinking, Niantic, don't you dare announce something beforehand, like some sort of hint or something before this episode goes up and I can <laughs> ask this question. They said they're going to tell us on the day, so I felt safe asking, but I'm just putting that energy out there into the universe. Please. <laughs> i kind of want to know what everybody's thinking that that's why i'm saying that because this is such a big question mark it could be almost anything right so i think everybody's got a different opinion on this and i, I want to hear them but kyle why don't we start with you what do you think i have, i don't have a lot of ideas because i was just letting the surprise build and praying that it was going to be good but seeing them do something with team rocket like actually further that as 
a major event at GoFest would be pretty exciting because, you know, last year they were teasing them at events and they were in they were photobombing during Go Snapshot and stuff. So it just seems like a natural progression to do something at this GoFest as well. Yeah, it's really hard to say one way or the other. The only thing we have to go off of is that they're being secretive about it on purpose. So I think that's kind of a feather in the cap of the Team Rocket argument because that's kind of how they they act around all that stuff. They don't want to show their hand when Team Rocket's going to do a takeover of some kind. Mm-hmm. And Go Fest the second day makes a lot of sense. It also makes a lot of sense why it wouldn't be the same experience two days in a row if it's going to be a big Rocket takeover. I like that idea more and more than I think about it, Kyle. Which is good because the other ideas floating around were like, maybe it'll be a raid exclusive sort of day. Maybe we'll get a new legendary. Maybe we'll get a bunch of new shinies. Like, who knows? There's almost no ground for any of those. But I like this Team Rocket idea a lot. Yeah, I'm not excited for a big surprise personally because I would prefer to be able to plan at least somewhat for my experience that's going to last 10 hours. Right, yeah. But, you know, I, I get what they're trying to do. Definitely. So it's, man, it's so hard to say, but we want to know what you guys have to say about this. What is your best guess? What do you think the big surprise is going to be on the second day of GoFest 2020? And if you, dear listener, have an answer to that question, please, when we post the question on Facebook or Twitter or other social media, you can answer it there, or you can send us a voicemail to 262-586-7717, or... You can do it the old-fashioned way and send it to us via email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. And speaking of emails. 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 Email. This first one is from Kevin Red Bull. Hey, Chris and Kyle. It's Kevin Red Bull here. How are you guys? Uh, Doing okay. Doing good. Doing good. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to message you guys to let you know I have set some goals for myself recently and just wanted to share them with you. My first goal is to power up my 98 restaurant before it leaves. So getting some candies, I'm assuming. Yeah, here we go. I'm roughly 90 candies away, so it'll be close. Because I don't have a solid team of people to help me take them down. Uh Uh-oh. Secondly, I need to defeat as many timber as possible because I need to evolve my 100% girder. My third goal makes sense why these are difficult. My last goal is a big one. I found a 523 CP Weedle the other day. And my friend thought I said 523 rare candies. Because of that, I and some friends have become a challenge called the 523 rare candies of summer, <laughs> where we attempt to have 523 rare candies in our inventory by the end of summer on August 31st. Oh, my word. As you can see, I really need to save my rare candy. I hope you guys will follow along with me on my perilous journey. Have a great day, Kevin Red Bull. Oh, no. Oh, my oh no. gosh. Kevin, I'm feeling I, for you, man. I'm so sorry. No, I'm excited. Don't listen to Kyle. You can do it. <laughs> also, how many Pokemon Go stories have started with, I found a 523 CP Weedle the other day. <laughs> That's like, true. That was the first. Like, that, hey, there's the start of your story. It's it's a unique one. Next email's from Alex. Well, I finished. Alex is the player who made a new account and start over from scratch after some circumstances with spoofing and the like. Mm-hmm. Start date, February 18th, 2020. Level 40 on June 9th, 2020. Whoa. That's, that's some good progress. 
That's some really good <laughs> progress. That is all of the progress there, man. That's oh, nuts. I was about to ask a question, but then I saw later in the email he answers it. So some stats. Shiny count, 130. That's, what? That's, a lot. that's that's pretty good from only three three community days. Yeah, three community days. Yeah, that's just a about. Lot of non-community day shinies. 11 hundos, also crazy. I think I only have 15. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty nutty. Best friends, three. Okay. Ultra friends, 33. That's a lot of ultra friends. Evolutions, 1,574. That's a lot of evolutions. That's You put in a lot of work. Well, that's um probably where some of the XP farming might have come from. <laughs> Especially on the days with double just experience in general, double mm-hmm. hatching. Eggs hatched, 629. Oh, my gosh. How many eggs is that? Like 629. Week. Oh, oh I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of eggs. That is a lot of... I hatch a bunch. That's a lot, dude. <laughs> Gym Defender. 5,666 hours. Oh, my. Well. Now that's got me beat by a long shot. I, I just don't I do don't it. think I'm even close to that. Uh, yeah, no, it's going to be a no for me. <laughs> Pokedex. 516 caught. 559 seen. And I bet you, like, 30 of those 50 missed Pokemon are legendaries that haven't come back yet. So, that's some good work my new goal is maxing out my shadow entei i got just before they postponed the go rocket events i'm about 118 candies out of the 500 needed to max him and a second charge move oh my yeah that's quite the project so that's that's a goal that's that's a a great goal well i think overall that email was pretty nuts alex you've just been impressive to to hear from along your journey this entire time so congratulations on on hitting 40 that's amazing thanks for the email Alex, I really appreciate it. This last email is from Cameron. Hi guys, Cameron here. Let me answer some questions about this project. If you don't know what we're talking about, it was the project that Cameron emailed in about last week with the whole CP ladder thing. We made a bunch of questions about how it worked. So uh, first of all, you're right. It's not a mini thing. It's a huge thing. I had called it mini because it was a really just a side project, although it's starting to become a not so side project. <laughs> And uh, no, Kyle, no way I'm going to make weekly goals out of this. My life is hectic already, and I don't need to stress myself out by saying I'm going to struggle to get this one CP before next week because I said so. It's more like go to an active spot or pop an instance at home, see what I find, and hopefully it's what I need. Well, I don't know, man. Are goals really goals if there isn't a stupid amount of stress involved? That's all I'm just going to say. Anyway, uh, next, yes, all I need is a picture. That was a question that we asked if she needed to just take a picture or keep it stored in her inventory because that got really stressful really fast just thinking about it. Yes, all I need is a picture. No way on God's green earth am I going to waste precious storage on CP County for 18 plus types plus regulars and shinies. I think I've powered up a couple Caterpies 10 times and or evolved them and powered them up too. My Discord channels are full of repeats. <laughs> My gosh. I wait to transfer a Pokemon until I've used it to its fullest extent without wasting Stardust. Example, powering up a 10 CP Caterpie 10 times. <sighs> Sometimes I take pictures and save them in a channel called Extras for Later, where I think I might need them much later and then transfer them. 
And then lastly, yes, it is crazy. And thank you for thinking it's impressive, even though I literally just stole the idea from my Discord community. But I am very proud of this project. I love to talk about it and show it to others. And then here's kind of like a little update of where Cameron's at. So CB counting as of 6-15-2020. So this is accurate as of yesterday's because our day of recording is the 16th. So for the general typing overall, 106 up from 23. Well, that's actually a, a bunch. You you covered a lot of ground. Bug, she's up to 20. Dark, 10. Flying, 11. Grass, 11. Normal, 13. Poison, 10. And water, 10. I also have a channel for fun numbers, but I'll leave that for later. So far, I've come to realize that finding 12 CP Pokemon are incredibly rare. Bugs are easier because they power up in smaller increments. Hey, man, watch it. Watch it. <laughs> I mean, you're right. Anyway, that's all I have for today. But I wanted to leave you with two questions if you have time. Absolutely. Let's do it. How many dittos do you have? Oh, God. Okay, let's look. Do I have like on me currently? All right. That's, that's do we, yeah. Do we, okay, let's let's do both. Let's find out how many we have on us. Two. I've got three. Okay. And then I'm going to look at a Pokedex and see how many I've encountered because I think it's more than I think. It probably is because never I, remember. I've seen ninety nine and I've caught fifty four. I've seen eighty four and I've caught forty eight. And then the other question is, what's the lowest CP Pokemon you have? Well, I've got a ten CP Shuckle shiny, so I've got a ten CP shiny C dot. <laughs> All right, well look at that. Um, and a ten CP shiny Ralts. Just saying. I also have like fifteen other ten CP Pokemon just because I haven't transferred them yet. Oh, hey, I have a 12 CP shiny Chikorita. That's pretty sweet. In in the f- under 20, including 20, I have six shinies. I have four. Wow. Oh, okay, so get this. I have three at 10. I swear, nobody cares about this. We'll move on in just a second, but this is funny. I have three Pokemon at 10 CP. The lowest CP I have, right? Uh-huh. Shiny C-Dot, shiny Ralts, and a 75% Bidoof. Why is the Bidoof <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I think it was the first one I found. I started and I just haven't gotten rid of it. It's just all the other ones I've gotten rid of. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, Cameron closes with, I hope you are all doing well. Thank you, Cameron. We are. Hope you're doing well as well. And thank you for the email. If your dear listener would like to send us an email just like these fine folks did, you can, of course, send it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can also send us a voicemail to 262 586 7717 and we'll play it on the show just like we read these emails you can also find out more about us and our previous shows and all that good stuff at our website which is gocastpodcast.com follow us on twitter at gocastpodcast like us on facebook the gocast podcast help support us monetarily at patreon that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash gocastpodcast where as little as one dollar a month gets into our patreon exclusive discord where we do remote pvp tournaments Hang out, talk about all the recent news, and share our thoughts. Hey man, it, I could go on. There's lots of things we do in there all the time. It's hard to kind of quantify nowadays. It was so easy back in the day. You know, I used to be able to keep track of every conversation that was happening, and now that's a lost cause. <laughs> that is a lost cause. But anyway, we look forward to hopefully seeing you there. But if monetary support isn't your deal, if it's not in the cards right now, like it isn't for many, You can still help support the show by leaving us a review on your favorite podcatcher like Apple Podcasts or wherever you might be listening. Please do. It helps us out immensely. And before we finish out the show here, a quick reminder that we are still collecting emails and voicemails for episode 100. If you want to go and send them in with a fun 
memory about Pokemon Go or about the podcast, or if you just want to say congratulations or even just hello, please mark it for episode 100 and we'll put it in the pile and we'll dig through that pile on on episode 100 recording day. It'll be a lot of fun. Okay, Kyle. Okay. That's it. It is. I'm kidding. It's gold time. No, 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 no. Come back, come back, come back, come back. Okay, Kyle, let's set some new goals for this week. What's it going to be? Oh, boy. Pick your poison. What's my poison? Well, I have to finish that. Oh, my God. What is the special research called? Oh, the Uh, special research, the the challenge throwback challenge champion challenge. (laughs) I have to complete the quadruple challenge champion celebration thing name i don't i don't know its name anymore it's been too long. throwback challenge champion yeah and throwback challenge celebration there you go got it okay um gonna do the 25 wayfarer submission reviews hopefully i remember this week okay uh then let me look at- need i remind you that weedle community day is this weekend oh Look, okay. Did you forget? I I forgot until last <gasps> night because <laughs> I set up straight in bed at three. Weedle community days this weekend. I mean, it actually was not quite unlike that. It was like two thirty oh. in the morning and sitting in bed talking about Path of Exile because the new season for Path of Exile starts this Friday. But I'm working, oh. so I'm like, all right, it's okay. I got all of Saturday off. I can play Path of Exile. And then I was relaxing and I'm like, wait, wait on community day. My heart. I can't just walk away from that. Um. For those that don't know, it's like a top down action RPG that it's like Diablo. It's super gritty. Yeah. super gritty it's yeah. just so funny to be like oh man weedle community or path of exile <laughs> yeah <laughs> explode corpses in path of exile or catch some <laughs> bugs in, in pokemon <sighs> it's gonna be bugs man. but probably not for the entire six hours okay that's okay fair so enough. so then there's two more goals then because of that because i did forget six shiny weedles and Three hundred and fifty thousand startups. Whoa! It's kind of oh, because of the triple. Yeah. yeah, it is. That's right. Already, <laughs> that's right. Oh, hey, there's another reason that you should pick Weedle Community Day. Even just the dust alone is reason to play. Yep. Triple catch startups. That's the that's only. Right. That's the only reason to play. If it wasn't for the dust, I would be staying at home with an incense and playing Path of Exile while I catch Pokemon. Okay, fair so, enough. Just being honest, <laughs> man. That Path of Exile story's got me all. <laughs> All worked up, man. That's too funny. All right. So uh, I'm going to set a goal of my for myself of 12 shiny Weedle because, you know, I'm actually going to go pretty hard on this one. Um, I, I need to. I just like Weedle a lot. But I also really need the dust. A lot of us, a lot of the things like Kyle and I like to, to set for goals require a lot of dust out of me. And I, I hate being so low all the time. So now's my chance to at least get ahead for maybe a few weeks. We'll see. <laughs> but I'm going to try to do 400,000 dust on that day. That'll be That'll be a task in and of itself. Not on that day. Sorry. Within the week, including that day <sighs> should clarify. Yes. And then my last <laughs> goal is going to be catch a good Zekrom because he comes out. Well, he came out today in raids, actually. But that's it for us this week. Thank you guys for listening all the way through. Next week is episode 99. Only one away from 100 after that. Then, Kyle. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.